if you're driving. Please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Grab your popcorn and sit back. <laughs> Jump the gun. Oh, no, give me more than that. Okay, go this way. <laughs> that was dumb. <laughs> we are. Happy Overreaction Week 2 Monday to everyone in the sports universe. This is the AM Drive. For Aaron Crouch in Las Vegas, Nevada, I am Michael Carvelis in Savannah-ish, Georgia. Aaron, I know you had to have had a good sports weekend, especially I believe all three of your teams won, besides the Red Sox at this point. The Patriots didn't win last night. Well, I thought you were – hold on now. I thought you were a Buccaneers fan. I am. I like both. Like, nothing changes. What is with y'all people? I Your understand Facebook that. post killed me, man. Yeah, well, Boy. when they don't win, I don't post them. Fair point. I mean, Patriots did what they could. I didn't think they were going to keep up with the offense in the end. So, But they kept up with Tyreek Hill, and that helps. Yeah, I mean, like, you could call that keeping them in check. I mean, what do you have, like 50 yards and a touchdown? Yeah, it's pretty funny because that's actually a bad day for him at this point. Uh, yeah, when you compare it to last week, of course. <laughs> yeah. Head to MikeAndAaronDrive.com to get the merch like he's wearing from our shop. And also check out our Fanatics link when you click the F, and we love it when you do that. MikeAndAaronDrive.com for the best in everything that we do, but most importantly, money. All right. So – we got to get to our best and worst of the weekend. Aaron, would you like me to go first and my worst? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. I know you're excited to hear this. So my worst is, I'll admit, and we'll get to this later, I was not planning on watching the Colorado-Colorado State game, but I kind of like to stay up for it anyways. But um, right before that, we're stuck watching the end of Tennessee and Florida, which is going a little bit over because Tennessee's trying to make it cute late. And then when Tennessee – has officially lost all hope with four seconds left on like a third and 12 or whatever for Florida. Josh Heupel, Vols coach, called the timeout. Hmm. I was like, well, it's a rivalry game. I mean, I, I get it, but something didn't feel right. And then Florida like t- does like the walk back kneel just to run out the clock completely. And Graham Mertz, I believe is a good quarterback's name, who's a transfer from somewhere. Yes, Wisconsin. He gets blasted when he tries to take the knee. And as you will guess, punches were thrown. And they had to wait for the storm the field. And eventually did storm the field. But we're there in about 13, whatever it was, the final score of that game. Whatever it was, I don't know what Josh Heupel was thinking. I thought it was completely Bush League. It's one thing to call a timeout because that's controversial anyways. But to do that and almost like telling a guy to tee off, there was no way he didn't tell his players not to tee off. Now, granted, the refs – May not have called a great game. That's fine. It's not Florida's fault. You guys got punched in the mouth. And even when their quarterback had like both hands injured, you still could not come back, pal. That was a Bush League move, especially when your defender tees off on the quarterback. I hope Graham Mertz isn't hurt. I don't think he is, but that was just a stupid, stupid move by Josh Heupel. I didn't think it was a good look. I didn't catch the end of that game. It got out of hand early, so I uh, I quit watching it. So I did hear that there were some 
brouhaha at the end there. But uh, that's why. Interesting. Yep. What is your worst? I, I, I'm just, I love hearing this. Uh, so my worst of the week, which could theoretically be a best, depending on how you view this, I guess you could say. But, I mean, for me, it's a happy worst, I guess you could say. Mm. Um, Alabama, for the first time in 128 releases of the AP poll, which is about mm. eight years, Ooh. is not in the top ten. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like if you're an Alabama hater, which I don't know if I'm a hater. I I, I do. Excuse me. Good morning. <laughs> I don't hate Alabama, but I don't. You know, I like to see you know other people. There was a whole big a change, yeah. whole big kerfuffle with UCF after the you know their undefeated season, and Alabama wouldn't schedule them, and blah blah this, blah blah that. But uh, after a 17 to three win in which they were knotted at three for a majority of the game. Um, the Alabama Crimson Tide beats one of the worst, and I know that they're a rival UCF, and it's that's not what I, I was going to say. How did they're sweet? But that's not why I say it. They are literally statistically third worst in college football, FBS. Um, seventeen to three, just that's just that's not Nick Saban football. Like this team is bad. Like I, this is a game I, I I definitely watched a lot of this Saturday, and uh, you know it, it's. You know, Milrow obviously was benched. The, the backup, I forget his name, the backup quarterback. Five was, for 13 or whatever. He was bad. Like, they just have nothing in the cupboard. Like, I understand, you know, Nick Saban's, you know, angry with the NIL and the transfer rules. And I honestly think that uh, he's falling behind. And it's unfortunate to see that. But eventually, coaches like Nick Saban, like Bill Belichick, the game just moves on from you and you don't really even notice it. Now, maybe I'm making a huge assumption because they are still like a number 13 team in the nation, but did that team look like a number 13 team in the nation to you? No, and we'll get to the other like top five teams, but yeah, no, not, not this moment. No. Right. So I think it's wild. um, In my opinion, to see, you know, a little bit of like Nick Saban having trouble with uh, trouble with the curve there. So. Fair point. I like it. It was a it was a bittersweet worst. It wasn't as bad as your other worst a few weeks ago, but that that was a good. I like that one. That was good. Well, what was my worst? The um, Rays player. That was rough. Oh yeah, that was brutal. Um, best of the weekend, and this one was probably third or fourth on my list if I had to do like a top of my best. But because we're going to talk about the, talk about the other three, kind of. I guess I got to go with this one because we're not going to talk about it. It's the cross. Um, and I'm just saying the cross. Um, as bad as I know, I reported that they were going to draft, they were going to broadcast the, their own draft to save money. I wrote a whole article the day of the draft just because I love clicks. Um, they, what, 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 that did not overshadow what had happened. Dyson Williams, really good lacrosse player, drafted number one overall. His father, who plays with, who is the coach for the Denver Dogs in Las Vegas, obviously, um, just to let you know, he was inducted to the Hall of Fame a day earlier, and it still brought an even bigger picture on sports because even Dyson mentioned it. He says he's playing for Tucker. Tucker is the little brother who died in 2014, eight years old, 
who I believe is like six years younger, was six years younger than Dyson Williams, died of cancer. And they they said they had he said they had dreams of playing lacrosse together. And being a family-oriented sport, yeah, they probably could have. And it stinks that he's not here, but it, it's also it's where sports can help you deal with things. And I'm sure lacrosse, you're motivated playing for your brother. The whole like lacrosse community loves the guy. They do a whole thing in Buffalo every year, um, where they design jerseys for like this this kid. It, it's incredible. He had a positive spirit. So I thought the Williams family in lacrosse. Great weekend for them, even though it was kind of, you know, bittersweet. I can see that. I mean, the death, you know, the death was almost 10 years ago. So, right. It's a good story, though. But, like, it seems like it's more of a good weekend than a, than a bad weekend at this point. Yeah, for sure. What's your best? Uh, my best of the weekend is the Pac 12. I mean, they put on well. a, they put on a clinic, everyone from Colorado to Oregon. I mean, minus the bottom feeders, but. Right. You know, there's not too many of them in the Pac-12, which is ironic for a lame duck league at this point. They have eight teams ranked inside no the top 25. Hmm? No offense to the Oregon Ducks. <laughs> you said lame duck league. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, eight teams in the top 25, which is SEC-type numbers, which is crazy to think that, like, I mean, I don't know how, if contracts have been signed, but what if the Pac-12 commissioner can just come in with an 11th hour deal of you know, from any any of these, you know, this, keep the Pac-12. I don't know. It's weird to me that the Pac-12 is just dissolving. And, like, teams like Stanford and Cal are going to be in the ACC. Like, it just makes no sense to me. Oh. So, uh, for right now, best of the week, Pac-12, eight teams ranked in the top 25. That's not a bittersweet feeling. It's like, we're dissolving, but, hey, we're still here. <laughs> it's, it's so weird that they're going out on such a high note. That's rough. AM Drive 5 recap, by the way. Remember to head to MikeAndAaronDrive.com to tail us or fade us. You'll see our socials and everything on there. Um, we are going to break even at least after seven and three starts. I know the Chargers absolutely screwed you, and that's annoying. But you did come through with the Rams to keep it close, and they did just seven points. That was good for you. Um, I would I, I believe I've got like 50 and 35 in NFL best. I might have to do all NFL going forward. Because I'm like killing the NFL, and if I get it tonight with the Browns and Steelers, I'm gonna be even happier. I think we will be positive, by the way. But you held on for that Rams game, so we are gonna at least get five of them out of the ten, and hopefully get the sixth one tonight. Yeah, because you're three and one. You got a Monday night game, and then I went yeah. two and three. The Florida State game, they stumbled out of the gates that first quarter. They, mm. they stumbled the whole time, but they eventually built a pretty comfortable lead. But uh, had to hold on, uh, and then Kansas State just weirdly shocking like down in the red zone fumble the ball let missouri go 97 yards to tie it up at half was just uh, oh wow that's 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 a brutal week so i don't i don't scream bad beat too many times but that one that kansas state game felt like a bad beat in the first half well at least you weren't like the colorado fans who were on twitter after travis hunter got his got blew up in his spleen. Um, they still don't disclose what that injury is, by the way. Um, there was all these fans saying, FanDuel, refund my money. Travis Hunter like, no, this is how gambling works. If that gets hurt, come on. I'm so that. tired of that. Oh, my God. It's getting worse. Um, but anyways, regardless, Aaron, I wrote an article. I don't know if you read it. I, I, I did. Good. I did read it. Um, I think you have to agree with me. This is up there. Look, Coach Prime, and again, I think this was a horrible win. 
like in a way. Although I do think driving 98 yards for Shadur Sanders probably helped him more than helped Colorado at this point because he was incredible in that last drive. But do you think we're witnessing some sports history here that we're just going to have to look back and say in 10 years you have to be there? Because it's – I was captivated by this game. Most people on the East Coast apparently were because there was jokes on Twitter about it. So <laughs> it's funny you say that because I'll preface this by saying I didn't watch the game. Uh, Shit, well, you're the Pac-12 after Dark King over there. I know, and you know, I will say this: and it's whether it's an excuse or not. It's it's just it's really hard to watch late football when bedtime routine takes takes shape. Uh, but I do agree with you. I think this, you know, this beginning of an era of Colorado football. I, I wonder if if Colorado was like four and seven or five and you know five and seven or six and six last year if any of this really matters, because theoretically, and, and this isn't a dig on Deion Sanders, you, you do what you can with the rules that are in place, but theoretically, this is everything that's a lot of, a lot of purists think is wrong with college football. 58. I did mention, with, your, I did mention your free agency line in there, just to let you know. Yeah. I mean, 68 transfers. It's a brand new team. I mean, this is such a, a, a fake turnaround in my opinion. I mean, you know, this isn't turning around Colorado football with the scrubs that were on there last year. No offense to the 2022 Colorado Buffs, but uh, full offense, actually. Right. <laughs> like, this isn't a, a underdog story. Now, are there people who didn't believe in them? Sure. I still don't know yeah. if I believe in them. I was really hoping that they would kill Colorado State so I could get a line like 10 in the Oregon game and just pound it because I think they're going to get pounded by Oregon. But they didn't. They went two overtimes with a team that they were 24-point favorites. And they were so down by 10 late. What am I supposed to feel about this team? Like, this isn't – this is just – it's it's unnecessary hype, but it's Dion. That's always been Dion. Like, I watched Dion in the 90s. Don't get me wrong. He's one of my favorites to watch. Two-sport athlete, played for the I – mean, he played for the Braves. I, I saw him live when he played for the Reds. Um, you know, he played for obviously so many teams. You see all the highlights in football. There was nobody like him. Like, you know, no, you got a two-way player. You got Shohei Otani. Like, Shohei Otani can't set foot on a football field. You know, there's nobody like him. There, there, there may never be anybody like him with the amount of money that, that, that's been given to players. Like, there's no need to play two sports. Um, but I, I just... You know, I'm supposed to back the Colorado Buffaloes because Dion bought his whole team sunglasses. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. <laughs> like, right. I, I just don't get it. He didn't turn around a program. He went in with a bunch of transfers. He basically went in with free agency and said, "I've got, I've got zero dollars spent in the, of the salary cap, so I literally can can carte blanche shop the entire transfer pool." And for whatever reason, you can have your decision. You can have your reasons. I mean, I, what you can believe what you want, but there are going to be a lot of players that want to play for Coach Prime. Yeah, and, and it's really in, intriguing. Like you look at, we talk about Nick Saban, and like how you know get. You know, I don't know if he's against it, but it's not. It's not helping him being so stoic and mean and tough guy by the rules. I will say, as far as that is concerned, though, that game was very close to being my worst until it finished very clean. Because from the 
pregame BS, and I don't want to talk about the press camera stuff, just the pregame wanting to fight. There's rumors that Travis Hunter talking a lot of trash led to him getting like blindsided. It was a late hit, hundred percent. It was a late hit, but I mean, but it's like I'm not condoning. Dion's got to control these guys because he's the Hall of Famer in his spot. He is like if you want to beat Oregon and USC and those top programs, those guys are very level-headed. That was semi-pro for the first half of that game. Yeah, and like, do I think Jay Norvell's comments were silly? Sure, I do. I mean. When, when, if, if in your mind he went low, he being Dion, you went just as low or lower by calling him out on it. If you're the respectful head coach, you go out there and you, you, you know, you say, look, he can do whatever he wants, but we're going to put a good product on the football field and we're going to try to beat him. Or he could say nothing. Now, right. I don't, I don't disagree with what he said. You know, I mean, like you have some, you know, a modicum of respect. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're, I mean, that's old school, I guess. You know, when I go into a restaurant, I, if I have a hat on, I take my hat off. Like, you know, you yep. don't wear sunglasses indoors, blah, blah, blah. I, I get it. You know, new new school, old school vibe, whatever. Like, I honestly don't care what Deion Sanders does as long as he wins. And, but at the same time, like, you're right. Like, these players on Colorado are being led by, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're following the example. And that's my point. Yeah. You know, prime, maybe it's not the greatest example, but, but I mean, we, I, I don't, I can't speak for you, but. I live in a different era of growing up. You know, you just you you walk on the football field, you play your heart out. Like, th- it's not just Colorado. Just the celebratory ignorance that happens in in sports today. I mean, you you sack a quarterback and you're down 17 points and you want to celebrate. Like, it's like swimming on the makes turf. No freaking sense. You know, you hit a home run, you're down 11 to one now. Like, and you're and you're walking around home plate. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You know, the bat flips, the bat flips in baseball. It's like you're down when you're down seven points and you're, when you're up, you know, 10 runs. Sure. Go ahead. Go crazy. And the playoffs, Joey Batsy, I do that, please. But I mean, nobody's talking about, you know, uh, Sanders, Shitter Sanders trying to poke a guy's eye out. That was, oh, that was brutal. Like they're just, it's, 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 I'm just waiting for that big slice of humble pie. And I hope it's coming from Oregon. If it's not, it's coming from USC. That'll be a big story for Bo Nix. I, I haven't wavered off this in five weeks or whatever it is. Like I, I am not a, I'm becoming less of a fan of Prime each week. And I am too, but I still have to appreciate the moment I'm in because I don't know if this lasts a year or two. They lose five games each of the next two years, and it's over. So I, I feel like at least I'm tuned in. There's a sports moment that I just, I can't get away from. I can't. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And, and I don't think you're the only one. But like I said, you know, when they beat TCU, a TCU team <laughs> who literally revamped their offense. Yep. Um, y'all believe us now? No, I don't. Well, was, you, Matt Rule's trying to resurrect another program. No, I don't believe that either. You okay? I, I'm a little more impressed with the with the Nebraska with the Nebraska win. But my point being is, if you're seven and five, none of this means anything. Right. Nine and three doesn't mean much either. If you're talking I mean, like and, this, nine and three would be pretty impressive. <sighs> but again, like you're going to the you're going to the Big Twelve next year. You're you all you might almost be a favorite in the Big Twelve next year with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. Should I delete this hashtag? Or are you going to say it one more time for us? Or are you you're tired of it? No, it can stay this. I mean, I'm not tired of the. I don't. It's it's so hard to say. Like, I don't know if I personally have a problem with Dion. Himself. I like his energy. I mean, his energy, the way he allegedly treats these guys. You, Which is you, good, yeah. Yeah, they have, 
you know, a guidance that keeps them, you would like to think keeps them grounded, but it, they are starting mm -hmm. to show some lack of sportsmanship, I guess you could say. I don't know. I, I don't love it. And I also think like off the field, it's like Dion, like, you know, but people are throwing shots at him too. I mean, the Jay Norville comment doesn't mean, mean anything. The Matt Rule comment, like, why are you guys doing this? That's a good point. I mean, it's giving him ammo. I don't know. Maybe they're maybe they're getting paid to say that stuff just to make it. Come. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I, I see. What, I get what you're saying, and it's. I don't. I don't necessarily buy it, but I can understand why you why you think that way. Right. Quick thoughts. Um, I, I put Florida State in there because they are good. They go over whenever LSU, like Texas, is whenever Bama. But of course, those right now are both probably maybe nothing. We'll see. Um, but Bama, Texas, Georgia, Florida State, all. Woo. Carson Beck's not good. Um, Jalen Daniels, whoever's behind, well, not Jalen. The Jalen Daniels, Mil, Jalen Milrow is not good. Um, Florida State's got probably the best quarterback in the group. Well, Quinn Ewers, but even again, struggling with Wyoming. You're all at over the home, place. <laughs> at home, uh, and they moved up too. Well, they pulled away by like 21 points late, so I, I can understand. But Jordan and Bama, wow, that was rough. Yeah, Georgia, I mean, and the thing is, yeah, Georgia didn't look their best. I mean, you called it. I don't think you called it this close, but um, <laughs> Georgia didn't look their best, but I, I still have no problem with them, number one. I've told you they have to almost lose to fall off that top spot, in my opinion. Uh, Michigan, I mean, Michigan probably looked the best out of these four teams. I mean, these top four teams. I'm not talking about the four that you have on the screen, but the top right. four teams. USC didn't play it. They had the day off. And about they time. They couldn't move up from uh, from from getting the day off. I was surprised to see that, but that's weird. Ohio State looked good. Yeah, I know, Trayvon Williams. Oh, I really like his back. Another Ohio State running back, which I think's really good. So yeah, I mean, I didn't think Western Kentucky would give him much of a game. God dang, they, they destroyed him. I think it was like they almost put up seventy. I think I think it was sixty-four to ten mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, Fair but enough. yeah, I mean. Florida State had a tough time. They pulled away for a while and then, then just kind of stopped playing football. It was weird. Um, I could argue that Boston College, though, because of the Red Bandana game, I thought that was a, kind of an excuse for Florida State. They're on the I road. The other teams weren't home. Well, South Florida doesn't count, but you get it. South Florida plays in the Buck Stadium. So. Oh, well, there you go. It's not even a home game, technically. I mean, on campus home game. But uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I think the. I mean, we'll have to obviously find out on Wednesday, but I, I think the top five is maybe right where it should be. Hmm. Mike and Aaron drive.com drive safe, you idiots. And we come back, we're talking actual football. It's funny how Saturday has us in stores and Sundays, like we can forget about everything. So we're talking Sunday football coming up next. And then, of course, stay tuned for Monday night's bets. It's the AM drive. Welcome back here to the Monday edition of the AM Driver, presented by Agridine, the leaf cutter. <laughs> Up in the top left-hand corner, when you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, you click the logo that looks just like that. 
finest high quality meats shipped directly to your door just in time for smoking season. It's getting cold, chilly out there, so make sure that you get your smoker fired up and get the best meats once again delivered directly to your door for a fraction of the price. When you use promo code AM Drive, you get 10% off. Tell the boys at Agrodime that the boys at AM Drive sent you. We appreciate it. We're hashtag yes. something burgers. I'll put that on there next time. Um, so We're hashtag shankful that you want to buy something burgers. We are that too. By the way, speaking of getting cold, it is nice when it rains now. It is not like sweaty and humid afterwards. When it rains the last few nights, it's been cold afterwards. So that's it. It's about that time. I'm, I'm excited for football. Yeah, we're down in the 80s at, at night, so that's a good start. It's like 65 and it rains. That's even better. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, we'll get some snow sun, here. Right. Sunday Night Football, newsflash, Boston has um, tough fans. Um, Patrick Hill let us know that. That's fine. I don't know every athlete feels compelled to say that at this point. Like, I understand like they might – I feel like every, every fan base says something really stupid and heinous to you. You may not just hear it, though. But regardless, Dolphins beat the Patriots 24-17. I thought Patriots would try to keep it low scoring. They did. And but too much Dolphins, too much Chua, too much Tyreek Hill in a way, um, too much Jalen Waddle. You know, you get it. I think Tua's 5-0 against Bill Belichick. That's insane. Yeah, that's a pretty good stat. <laughs> yes, it to is. Be, to be anything in O against Bill Belichick. But, again, you know, we talked about taking Bill Belichick the last two years plus and however long he decides to stay with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. I mean, I understand Tyreek Hill has outlandish comments. This one, he may have a beef one. I don't know if you remember uh, when he was with the chiefs, somebody threw a beer on him. So, I mean, he could have some ill will with that one, but I mean, you could find anybody, anybody in the world, take their opinion. They're going to have a different worst fan base in the world. So um, I see this all the time on like Instagram videos or, top 10 lists and it's like top 10 worst fan bases and everybody's is different depending on who you are, who your rival is. But anyways, uh, yeah, this one's tough. I mean, I was, I hate when games come down to referees decisions and I know we had an issue here at the end of the game. I, I was just really shocked how it went from first down on the field to after reviewing it, a measurement wasn't even necessary. Like it went from, First down, first down, first down. They finally look at it, and they're like, he was short of the line to gain, which I, I, in real time, I actually thought he was short. But my point being is that how, how the reversal to not even measuring it, from first down to not even measuring it, is just a complete 180 to me. Again, Patriots didn't play well enough to win this game. Uh, defensively, I thought they held, like you said, held Tyreek in check. I thought they played an overall good game. Letting Mostert run for 100 yards to me is just insane, but – you know, I think I think uh, I think we're at the point where taking out their best weapon, quote unquote, is not not good enough for Bill Belichick's teams anymore. Like, you've got to score points now too. And yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I thought Mac Jones played pretty well last night. I mean, he didn't play as well as Tua. He obviously was overshadowed by Tua, but I thought Mac Jones played a good game. It's just I, I can't figure out this team. Like, in my opinion, too much Zeke, too much Zeke. These two-yard plows just—they aren't doing it for me. And they were. What are they going to do now? I can only wonder. I just Ramondre Stevenson is not being used as full to full value. I know he had a touchdown yesterday, but that's your number one back. Zeke should not be getting—I mean, however many carries he got. Just looking at it in real time, to me, it was too many carries. And I'm going to look up and see how many he actually got. 
there were a lot of reports that a lot of teams thought Zeke was done. And he just didn't have the, what, this, the gas anymore to do that stuff. Five carries. I feel like he got more than that. But five is still a lot, though. That's a lot. Well, Ramondo is only getting 50. And I know he, he caught how a much, few. How much carries did Ramondo have? 15. He said 50. I was like, what? No, he he, had, he did have 50 yards, though. Right. 15. Yeah, yeah that 15 is not enough. I agree. And they were, they were they were close the entire game, so I don't know why they're not using that. It's not like they were, had to pass it a million times. Like, that's just weird. No, he threw he threw forty two passes. That's a lot of passes for. And again, Mac Jones at Alabama, he had a good team around him, but he did he did enough. He was like at the Jimmy G. They brought Purdy, the um God like insert name here. You don't need him throwing forty two times if your team is keeping it close. It felt. It, Stay to your game plan. Yeah, it felt like Zeke was involved way more in the offense. I don't know. Maybe I was just I was back and forth watching this game, but. Uh, yeah, no, for me, it's, it's just, you know, I, I had higher hopes for the Patriots this year. I mean, but to be fair, they've, they've had the ball with a chance to win or tie the game in both games. So I don't know. Hmm. She speak. This was a, this like, like the commanders and Broncos game. You're thinking to yourself, okay, that's me low scoring. Chiefs Jaguars might be a shootout. And following the 180s. Complete um, this, yeah, this, this game to me. Didn't go as – I mean, it definitely did not go as high as I thought it would. But I thought I was concerned with both teams trying to play physical defense, although Chris Jones being back helped. I was thinking to myself, okay, this might be one of those slow playoff-type games just because the teams respect each other. It's got to feel good for Doug Peterson, but nine points is not got not going to make you feel that much worse. So this is bad. Jaguars, this is bad. No, you can't put up nine points. Chief Stevens is, is young. He's coached by Spagnuolo. That's fine. Come on, nine points. Let's not do that again. I mean, I think I think what it's shown us is that Chris Jones matters. And and you yeah, know, really. I mean, not saying they got a ton of points. You know, Detroit got a ton of points last week, comparatively speaking to what they did. Fourteen you know, this or week. not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, I mean, the Chiefs have given up fourteen and nine in two weeks. <laughs> So, I mean, the defense is coming along just fine. I mean, a bunch of those rookies last year played in the Super Bowl. They've got a lot of experience. They're coming around. Uh, I just uh, – I don't know what I feel about this offense. I mean, I understand Jacksonville has, you know, a better defense. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess they're doing what they got to do to win. But, you know, I, I just – they don't look like a Super Bowl team right now. It's, 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 it's wild to say that because they are still good. I mean – yeah, Mahomes. I mean, but, I just don't. I don't know. I mean, the the receivers looked a lot better this week than they did last week. Um, you know, Sky Moore finally showed up. You know, three catches, <laughs> seventy yards. Tony had five catches. You know, it's, it's just, there's so many guys in that in that locker room that are gonna. You know, they need them just. They don't need them all to step up at once. They just need a few to step up each game. And I mean, they're winning football games. It's hard to be mad at that. You know. And they almost won, a, won the first one. I mean, I know almost isn't good enough, especially in the NFL, but it's like they they played like I thought Lions, we both think Lions and Jaguars are kind of like not super contenders, but like those respectable teams they, they played well against. They have good shots like. to win the division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the Broncos look good. Um, 
Good. Broncos. The Broncos have to do with anything. Uh, well, we'll get to them. I just we talking about the division, the AFC West. Oh. Or are you talking about the Jaguars and the AFC South? I was talking about both teams have a good chance to win the division, being the Jaguars and the Lions. That's fair. Chiefs should win this division. I mean, after watching this week, they all look they all look bad. I mean, they're the only team that won. I could take my shirt off right now. I won't. What does that have to first of all, no. And second of all, what does that I, have to I'm just letting you know that's how good I feel about this right here. Now, if I hear one more person say, well, the Caleb Williams Six Six Cardinals, hold on. Last I checked, any given Sunday, last I checked 28 to 7. In the third quarter, last I checked, down 14 but with like six minutes left. And last I checked, that was the best Giants offense I've seen with Daniel Jones. Like Saquon, before he had injured, I know he's got an MRI today. He got kind of bottled up late in like a weird twisting play. Hope he's okay because that could be a huge problem. But Jalen Hyatt showed up. Harris Campbell, um, Hod- what's your Hodgins or whatever. I say um, Hodgins, yeah. Yeah, Waller had like 10 catches of his own. Listen, this Giants team, Dale Jones, I mean, I love what Brian Dale was doing. Because like I said, the second half, it wasn't even pretty good. This dude was just making plays. It looked like Josh Allen used to. I know Josh Allen had a good game as well. But I'm saying this was the best Giants office. They were pushing it. It wasn't conservative crap, which is why I told you. What is it with the Cowboys, man? Why is Dale Jones turning to this this new, this little small sad creature like every other team he's pushing downfield like what are we doing come on man good good better game than what people thought it was gonna be i don't know if better is the right word it's just you know you talk about daniel jones how he egged versus the maybe arguable best team you know that's you know in, in the league and then goes to the the arguably worst team in the league and and they're shut out in the first half i mean they they were shut out for six quarters to open up this <laughs> The uh, so they were about to be down by what is that 61 points in the first two games? That's not good. And to the Cardinals, who literally, I mean, they let James Conner run all over them. Saquon Barkley can't run. Whether you think they're tanking or not, the fact of the matter is they're not a good team, they're just not. They're okay, not I'll a good team. They've Josh Dobbs. They've, they've, they've choked away a lead to the commanders. Let's let's be honest, the commanders aren't a great team, and then they had the freaking Giants shut out for half the game. And then they were like, oh, wait, this isn't how you get the number one pick. Sorry, we're on the bus. See ya. <laughs> I, I, I'm getting tired of hearing that. Like, that, that that's an old like, – I, I know if it wasn't Daniel Jones, I might have a different tune here. But, I, I mean, if you watch this game, Daniel Jones, they were they were shoving that ball down the field. And th- that was good coverage, like, almost every single time. Like, this was not like wow. a game – like, if, I'm, Aaron, I'm telling you, if you watch the condensed re- – like, just any replay of, of, the, of that game, I promise you – this was – I have not seen a Giants offense that looked that good in a Hopefully long Hopefully they can build on it, but this can't be a game they're proud of. I mean, I don't think they are. That's why they were so fired up to actually come back and win the game. But I still think you had to feel good that the offense did step it up because it shows potential if Saquon is healthy, I swear to God. You know, what's funny is I could find – at best, I could find one win on the Cardinals' schedule, and it wasn't against the Washington – Commanders of the Giants, and they they toyed around with their food with both of those guys, and uh, they got Dallas, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Rams, Seahawks, Baltimore, and blah, blah blah. The list goes on and on. The only win I can still even find on their schedule is at Chicago, 
And that's, yeah, that's, that's tied for Justin Fields at this point. That's week 17. Who knows? Clayton Toon might be in at that point. But, oh, I hope so. I mean, for a team that finished in last place, this is their schedule. I mean, like I said, you know, all the teams I just mentioned. Then you go Cleveland, Atlanta, Houston. Okay, they might beat Houston. Uh, the Rams, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Chicago, Philly, and Seattle. Like, that's the hardest fourth place schedule I've ever seen in my life. Like, they're not winning a football game. You can't be proud of this team. Like, if the Giants can build off of this, which I don't know who they play next, but if the Giants can build off of this and, and continue forward, like, they have to feel like this is a, we didn't go down 0-2, we played a great second half in desperation mode, but now they got to go to San Francisco next week. That's tough. Good thing they're not going down 0-2. Uh, uh, that's a good point, and I also want to say that it's a good thing – it has James Conner. Most of that was like in the first two and a half quarters. I do want to say um, that cannot happen to Christian McCaffrey. Or that game's going to get forty to nothing again. Yep. You're not I wonder what to the, touch the ball. I think the line's got to be greater than a touchdown in this game. Maybe seven and a half again. It's two. The Giants, 49ers. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Cowboys beat the Jets thirty ten, and before I should have gone. I know Zach Wilson threw three interceptions when they had finally fallen down like 28 to 10 or whatever, 27 to 10. But that game was closer than I actually thought it was because watching the replay, I was like, oh, this game was close for a good two and a half, three quarters. Um, wow. This game was all about Michael Parsons, in my opinion. Um, there were times where Zach Wilson like could make some throws and other times where it's like Michael Parsons, he beat the center in the left guard probably 15 times in this game. It was like, good God, like, block the dude. And this, this is why I'm like, Not that I, don't easy. Think, I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers could have, could have done, could have done any, like, much better because Zach, I think, is twitchier and more mobile at this point in his career than Aaron Rodgers is. I mean, this was, this was tough to see because, like, the Jets offensive line, I think Rodgers was hit, like, three or four times in his first couple of dropbacks that he was, had. So it's like, Dude, Jets have – oh, God, they've got to – their offensive line has got to get fixed. That defense can do all it can. And after that, it's like you've got a problem. I don't care who your quarterback is. Sidebar, the 49ers are 10.5-point favorites <laughs> to open up the week. We'll see where it goes. Um, yeah, I understand. I mean, the, the, Dallas is dangerous. And, and I know I'm not trying to jump on the hype train just yet because every year I feel like I do it. And – um, I have a soft spot for Zach, uh, for Zach, for Dak a little bit, uh, but but they're just they're really good, and I think this was a classic case of the Jets' defense eventually just got worn down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, they just uh, but it, wasn't it like it was like seventeen ten in the first half? They were or, like twenty eight to t- like twenty seven to ten for like a like twenty one to ten. It was like still very close, like yeah. thirty to ten, obviously. And I've been in Zach Wilson's corner probably since midway through last year, whenever he got benched. If that's the way, I know you say he didn't play bad, but I don't think he played. I don't think he played mediocre to average football either. Like I don't think he played average either. Like in my opinion, so like I think he played average. I don't think he played good though. Well, you have to. Like he played average right. last year, and the balls bounced the right way, and they went seven and two. When you play average and the balls don't bounce the right way, like it's, I just I don't see. Did you see, see the throw I sent you? 
You see the throw I sent you this morning? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, so he makes okay. one throw. Like, and wow, that was throw. most of the throws he made. But I mean, a lot what, of them how, like, do wow. feel, how do you feel so confident that the Jets are going to do anything with Zach Wilson? They're just not. I'm, I'm not because I didn't think they were going to do anything with Aaron Rodgers, and that shows you what. And even though I still have fallen off on Aaron Rodgers, that offensive line is, is horrible. You can't get away with that. And it's funny because I said, I mean, I texted you and I said, hey, you know, is it crazy for me to think the Jets might be better off with Zach Wilson, less pressure, you know? And now I, I, I just, again, again, this is against the Cowboys. You can take it with a grain of salt. Can they win their, can they win their division? They can't play the Bills every week. I mean, mm. do I think this team can beat the Dolphins? No. Do I think this team can beat the Patriots? Yeah, I once. Think, I, yeah, that's fair. Um. I think the Bills will come in and get them again or get them for real that time. They're not going to play dumb to this team anymore. Uh, I just, you know, I've, I've heard the Kirk Cousins rumors swirling around. I mean, if Minnesota goes 0-3, like, but is bringing a new quarterback in the right – I mean, it's got to be the only play. They don't have Mike White anymore. I will say for the Jets, yes, I, I do believe they should bring a new quarterback because they obviously do not like Zach Wilson. Like, like Garrett Wilson, one play in the first quarter – Zach throws him a ball, and of course it floats on him. And Gerald's all pouting, and then he drops a pass like two plays later. Like whatever, they don't even, they don't like this guy. Just draft somebody, idiots. Just draft him. Well, give, give Zach Wilson someone who gives a who gives a crap. Yeah, I just don't know where Zach goes next year. Maybe he goes to the he can't go to the Tampa Cardinals. Bay Buccaneers. No, please, for the love of God, no. Give me Baker. Baker's too old. Why would I want Zach Wilson? Baker's not doing bad. I ain't gonna lie. Baker's doing just fine. I mean, I'm rooting for the hell out As of him. As you said, he might. <laughs> he just might have a career year, and they're 2-0. Right. They're doing uh, – I'm fine with it. I mean, I always want to see your team win, you know, even though tanking sounds good. Like, Caleb Williams isn't a guarantee, so. I agree. Thank you. I just right. – I just – I don't want to see, like, 10-7 and 7 or 9-8 and 8 and miss the playoffs, and you're, like, you're picking 19th. It's like – Or even worse, 7-10 or 8-9, you're picking 14th. 14th, yeah. Yeah. All right, communists and the I love saying I don't know why I just I love that. Commanders and the Broncos. Um listen, I'll be honest with you. This game at the end, remember what talking Sean Payton was doing. Now I will admit the offense looked better than it has with Russell Wilson uh, since he got there. Um Commanders defense, we don't know if it's suspect, I guess, after two weeks against Josh Dobbs and this and the Broncos or what's left of them, they might be suspect again. Um this was a shootout. No one saw it coming. And at the end of the game, two-point conversion after the, the freak Hail Mary that bounced off of two different guys. And then all of a sudden, well, you know, we thought it was a pass interference. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Come on, guy. You, your defense gave up 35 to a road team in Denver. Just shut up. You lost the game. So the players should not make it better for, for the fan base. It's like, oh, the refs did. Shut up. Broncos, you're not a good team. Sean Payton, humble pie. Here's your slice today, sir. Yeah, I I, I didn't watch a ton of this game. Um, I actually laid down for a nap yesterday. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever done that during NFL football. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I was shocked to see the score. I don't think anybody expected a <laughs> shootout of sorts with these two teams, um, especially after their week one, you know, Efforts. Raiders uh, have a good defense. I don't. I don't really know if I don't really know what to take away from this. 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 Uh, 
this this game? Like, what do you take away from it? Like, okay, Sean Payton, you scored more points, you still lost. You blew a home lead. That's I mean, bad they, in Denver. They were up by what ten? I know that. Well, they were up by they were up twenty one to three in the beginning. Oh, but I didn't even know that poor. That's that's even worse. Yeah, they got out to like a twenty one three lead and blew it. Oh. Um, I think that yeah, Ooh. I think they were they went up again and. I just, what do you, I don't know what to make of this. Like the Broncos defense is supposed to be the the strength, the stalwart, the calling guard. And you gave up 35 to the commanders. You made, you know, you made Sam Howell look like a beat. I, I, I'll never understand this, this decision. And it happened. It, it's, it's never going to change. But like these teams that go up 21, three or 28 to three, just stop playing football. Just kill the team in front of you. I don't care. I know I just talked about sportsmanship, um, you know, with the Dion segment and everything. You can still smash a team, though. Well, there are some rules. Or they scored 81. It's not like they were just running it up. Well, this is how they they, play, they didn't let up the gaps. No, I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the NFL, no lead is safe. Just stay in on their – In a passing league, I agree. Stay on their throats. At this point in time, if you're up 21 to three, I, again, I don't know if that's what they did and, and, and it just didn't yeah. work. But my guess is that they really started to, to get run heavy. Uh, I'm going to look at the box score here. Let's see how many. I mean, they only ran 23 times. I don't know. It was it was very ineffective, except for Russell Wilson. He ran six for 56. Not but fun. I, I got to guess that just. I'm gonna just go on a limb and say that they just they they go they go conservative. Like just stay on people's throats. Don't let them come back because this is what happens. So probably 15 of those runs might have come when they were up 21 to three. <laughs> That's true. Probably a lot of it did. You're right. Titans beat the Jaguars 27-24 in overtime. Congratulations, Tennessee. You're as good as the Colts. No, they didn't. I've that gotta feel good. That's gotta yeah. feel good, right? They beat the Chargers, not the Jaguars. Same thing. Um <laughs> The Chargers are a long way from the Jaguars as it stands right now. He was crazy, dude. Justin Herbert, I don't know why. As good as he is with Keenan Allen, boy, he doesn't know where anybody else is on the field. He and his receivers <laughs> like, have like four or five times. I'm like, what are they? Where is he going? Where are they going? Because that's not happening. But like, that's the perfect example of either Kellen Moore or God knows Brandon Staley. Something ain't right. Because I'm like, Herbert has got a cannon on an arm. He wants to throw it downfield. They're like, no. Nah. Oh, I thought it was going to get curl. No. Titans should not have won this game. They should not have won this game. You know, I hear all of this. Chargers defense this. Joey Bosa this. You know, Derwin James this. Kenneth Murray this. They, last week, the Saints made Ryan Tannehill look like a Pop Warner quarterback. This week, he looked like an all-pro. And Murray had a terrible penalty. Derrick Henry suddenly decided to run the ball down their throats lately. Like they couldn't stop him. And over time, Chargers got the ball first, and they still – there we go. Chargers going to lose the game. The Chargers and Justin Herbert, for me, is the new Jay Cutler when I'm when I'm betting. Oh, and he's when I, when that's I, the worst part. When I tail them, they suck ass. And when I fade them, they're freaking – they're giants. They're all pro. I, I just – I don't get it. Um. The Chargers are on my blacklist right now. They should have won. They should have won this game handedly, and they let Tennessee stick around. Now, again, I, I I'm higher on. Well, we're both kind of high on Tennessee this year, surprisingly. The, the, I was finishing second. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I thought you had a win in the division, no? No, I had Jaguars, but I had like I had Tennessee like being the second. 
second best team. I didn't see the Colts and Texans pulling it off. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, this is just, you're right. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> he can find Keenan Allen, but the rest of these guys, it's just like <laughs> they're invisible to him. I know, I know Mike Williams had eight catches as well, but uh, not this, is, them. this is absolutely inexcusable when you're in a division with the Chiefs to lose games that you shouldn't lose. Sorry. I'm just, yeah, because Chiefs, I mean, they could have, they could have. Chiefs could very well be chewing off. It's not for Kadarius Tony's hands. That is very true. And so Chargers got a hey, good thing. Good thing they play the Chiefs well twice a year. That's a great thing for them. Side. So here's the thing, though. Staley, when he loses, I think he's got 18 losses in his career, or 19 losses in his career, and like 15 of them are by five points or less. <laughs> like what? What do you make of that? Like he's a, he's a um, guy that's on the coach. He can get you to the water, but he, he just can't make you drink it. I don't know. It's, it's tough to me. Like, I'm picturing Brandon Staley like based on a horse right now. Yeah, it's just I don't know what to make of him because it's like everybody you know he's on the everybody says he's on the hot seat, but it's like he's so close in these games. What was the uh, the coach before him? I can't think of the black guy. Uh, oh, Anthony Lynn. It was the same way. It was the same thing. You know, he would go. Eight and eight every year, and he would lose the games that he would lose by, by like by seven points or less. And it's like, you know, oh, he's got to go. But here's Brandon Staley doing the same exact thing, and they'll, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe he won't be around at the end of the season. I, I think what it wasn't he like the defensive minded guy that was supposed to help them, like some of their offense couldn't maneuver without having to be in shootouts. Um, good, good. Mm. Was he defense Names? or offense? I know he came from the Rams, but. I've heard that I think people keep reminding me it's a defensive guy. I'm like, wow. Oh, well, if he's a defensive guy, they're bad. They're bad. I mean, they have a lot of like, names are cool. Names are names don't win football games. Well, they do in San Francisco. They just don't do in LA. <laughs> no. uh, Joey Bosa, Kenneth Murray, Sonny Samuel Jr. Wow, wow. <laughs> Derwin James, the list goes on. Yeah. This this defense is loaded with names, but they're just they're not perform they're not performing. Bills beat the Raiders 38-10. Next topic. No kidding. Um, Josh Pretty Allen much, had a bounce. Yeah. Josh Allen had a bounce back game. Congratulations. I'm like Bill stands. Congratulations. I'm just I'm happy for you. Next. Any am I, any take on you or you're good? Nope. Same. Sorry. When we come back, Monday Night Football preview. Don't go anywhere. Back with the last segment here, Monday Night Football preview on the Monday show, presented by Shankett Golf. Right there in the corner, you see the logo. It's right up, available on MikeAndAaronDrive.com. When you're in the site, please use promo code AMDrive for 15% off, or you can just go straight to ShankettGolf.com. That's one thing I like about – I like the promo code better than the link for our affiliates. Because if, if they just go straight to the site, they can always just use the promo code. Sometimes if – the affiliate, you just go straight to the site, then well, it doesn't help yeah, out the channel. That's fanatics fans. That's fanatics people. Why they yeah. don't do that? Yeah. But when you use that promo code AM Drive for fifteen percent off, helps out the channel. Hashtag tremendously, and for that we are hashtag shankful. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? I forgot to mention the I I forget to it was the Colts and Texans, but 
Shaw Gordon, thank you for at least holding things down for us once again. And um, listen, dude, I was very well, almost made my best of the weekend early was that Anthony Richardson soft report a concussion. I tried to go back in the game after his head slam a turf, and didn't feel like he 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 did a good. I didn't feel like he could do a good job. So I want to get a quote real quick, and then I want to move on because I, I thought this was for modern day NFL player to do this. It's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for him. Um. Where is it at? So, Colin Grants in our tight end, one of our 20 tight ends, said, I feel like that's the most mature thing you can do as a professional athlete is to acknowledge, hey, I'm not right right now. I'm not going to help my team win, so let's put someone in there who can help us win, Gardner Minshew, and I'll come back. So, I think that was a very mature professional thing because the last thing you want is someone to play through something like that, even though you're a competitor, blah, blah. Great job for him. We were already up like a U.S. was the first Colts player since Edwin James to rush for two first like touchdowns in the first quarter. I was like, "Wow, okay, he's not bad." So, obviously, time and place matter because if he was a fourth-year starter with a rookie quarterback coming in trying to take his job, I don't know if he'd report that. But since he has no chance of anybody taking his job, he'll take a couple weeks off. I don't know, a couple weeks, but I you know, I, I do want to mention that this is weird, too. I don't want, want your take on this. The NFL, like, safety person or whatever whatever he is, was like, um, like people were asking, like, why didn't they report his head slam in the turf? Well, he you know, okay. They, well, well, that's why his thing was like, oh, he looked okay. I'm like, yeah, but nine times out of ten to uh, – and even, even other people, you have people like – Saying a guy like "oh" against the turf, and you don't think anything happened. I don't believe that. Like then, it was, we already know concussions are, are kind of studied, kind of not studied very well right now. Why risk that? Like, check him. Don't just let him go out there. Check him at least. But what if turns. I don't? Again, I don't know what happened on the sideline. But I mean, when he popped up, he looked like he was celebrating with his teammates. Everything looked okay. That's fine. If he was checked right away, he—I don't know. Maybe this is delayed kind of kind of concussion symptoms. Like if he's checked right away and they're like, "Yeah, everything checks out," and he goes back in and he's, you know, he's tuning to a noodle soup. I mean, then you know, then what do you do? Then you blame him. Like these guys can't do anything right. Uh, That's fair. You know, I I don't know. They're they're in a tough spot, especially with the NFL let this go on for so long. They're just in a tough spot. I mean, maybe you just check everybody. You don't have time to check everybody after any any tough hit, you know. I just think the bouncing off the turf thing is kind of like one of those ones. Like, oh, come on, Dale. That's so maybe they one. should put they should put little devices in the helmets. If, have you seen if, those neck things they're wearing? They're supposed to help with concussions. I'm like, how does it like keep your balance or something like that? It's weird. Interesting. Um, I know they used to have neck rolls. Ones. They used to have neck rolls back in the day. I saw Old that. Yeah. But maybe there's a device that when you if you hit if this helmet hits something hard enough, it like sends a signal to the concussion spotter to hey we need to check this guy. I don't know. I mean they got so much technology. Like all you can do is try. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, they have they've they've done things. And by the way, this person on like this one of those doctors on Twitter was like, I think like in practice like they were poor. You know those those big like pillow helmets they're wearing. In practice, yeah, a lot. The, like the, the looks like so, cushiony stuff. Yeah, apparently they've done it like, like they dropped it down like over like fifty percent, if I'm not mistaken. He was saying, and he was like, the only reason they're not using these things right now in games is because they look stupid. He said players aren't complaining that they're, that they're too heavy. There's like they're dropping concussions, like and NFL doesn't care. 
Okay. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you know, okay, you can liken it like to baseball. It's like, why don't you make the pitcher wear a cage? Because of how many pitchers get a ball right back to their freaking face? But pitchers, the players don't want it. But every time it happens, fans are outraged. I'm woke. It's like, I mean, I, I would say I'm overall in favor of the netting, although it does restrict my view. In, in baseball, when the netting goes all the way down, like, whose fault is it? You know that sitting in those seats, you're in danger. And when you're not paying attention, or even if you are, like, the ball's going to come fast. Like, if you don't feel comfortable, sit in a different damn seat, you know? But we had to, like, we had to keep people safe from themselves. Like you said, you know, everybody wants to complain about concussions, but then when they actually introduce something, like, hey, we can use this in the game. No, it's it looks too stupid. soft. The game is horrible now. It looks stupid. No, I mean, I don't, I, the game is soft. It is a violent. Well, but, but but you can't you can't argue in favor and then say, well, you know they can't hit a quarterback anymore. Well, I'm not in favor. I think the game is a violent. I'm telling other people though. Is yeah. Masses, though. I I think the game has gone soft, and but I also know that growing up playing it and watching it, like it's a violent freaking. I game. think football is football, and I think you can't change it. And it can change your life. Can change in the course of a play, but that, you know you are also lucratively paid for that opportunity, even if I you are. Easier. Yeah, even if you are a a, a lower-tier player, you're still making, like, ten times the national average salary. So, uh, well, Aaron Rodgers slips in his Achilles. Oh, they're going to change the turf now. Well, did you hear Keith Olbermann? He's like, he tore his Achilles because he's not vaxxed. Like, fuck off. Watch that the, was the effort, by the way. That's not even going to require a play. You that. didn't miss that one, yeah. You, uh, no, good. Did you watch the Pat McAfee replay with Aaron Rodgers? No, but I love Pat McAfee. That's, that's probably going to be fun. If you get a chance, watch his interview with Pat, with Aaron Rodgers post-Achilles surgery. And, and Pat McAfee told him, he's like, Keith Olbermann tweeted, you you got hurt because you're not vaxxed. And and uh, Rodgers was like, why don't you go have another booster, Keith? Like, you bum. It was great. <laughs> I don't like Aaron Rodgers a lot, but that was great. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I always remember a quote. I don't know why it sticks with me, but I think more and more it becomes relevant. Like Tom Jackson, I don't know if you remember him. He used to do primetime with Berman. Yeah, the big black dude. He was cool. Yeah, the old Broncos linebacker. He said, I get up every morning stiff, hurting, and my body hurts, my head hurts, but I wouldn't trade it for the time I got to spend in the National Football League. He's like, it's it's a, it's a decision I made. I could have gone and been in construction and, and you know. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. Guys in construction are getting their bodies torn up for pennies on your dollar. So I just Luke, I don't feel bad. Luke Kickley realized they're like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. Good for you, Luke. See you later. Yeah, I don't feel bad. I just I don't feel bad for football players. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, if you think it's all flashy and gritty, Justin Jefferson, it ain't like that. When Justin Jefferson, you saw a hit that he put out week one after your interception. I don't remember. Laid out some dude. That was pretty funny. <laughs> um, my night football Saints Panthers game one, Saints by three thousand. Yeah, I think Saints win this game as well. Um, I'm probably gonna have a teaser in the books if I do get one. I'll tweet yeah. it out on AM Drive Picks. But Woo. if I'm picking it straight up, something just kind of speaks to the over for me. I think Bryce Young Panthers gonna look a little too. better at home. I'm giving them like. 17 to 20 points. I'm giving the Saints 24. Give me the over uh, 39 and a half in this one. I think Derek Carr, obviously Derek Carr is the better quarterback right now, but I think the Panthers get a little bit, get a little right at home at this point. Nice. 
Browns, Steelers. This game is the last Miami drive five. I think I got it at 38 and a half, so I'm happy about the, about the hook there, especially a lower score than it is. I think Browns win, and I think it's under. Um, I think that Deshaun Watson looked as fast as the media wants to say he looked. He looked – I thought he looked, he looked like he's, he's kind of back with his dynamic escapability, and that could help against – oh, hi, T.J. Watts. Yeah, T.J. Watt is a, a menace. Did he have three sacks last week too? Right. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's this is a tougher game. I, what For one, I don't understand why these ga- why we have two Monday night games in week two. It's so random. I agree. I thought I was like, can we get this over with in week one? And two, why do we have two Monday night games in the Eastern time zone that are an hour off from each other? Because marketing, I'll wait. Like, none of this makes – I can't watch two games at the same time. What are we doing? I'm going to work. I'm not, I don't even care about these two games. Uh, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to watch them. I'll watch the replay. I mean, I'm excited for the games. I'm just saying, like, I can't watch them both at the same time. Like, none of this makes sense. So, Can I get YouTube TV? No. I don't think this – I don't think this falls under YouTube TV. Like, this doesn't fall well, under the Sunday. It's nationally televised. I know, but I'm just – they, they, you can still get it on there. There's still the games. I don't think Sunday Ticket applies to nationally televised games. It didn't. Oh, that's di- stupid. It didn't for DirecTV. Because some people don't have NFL Network, and they try to force that on us a few times every Thursday, a couple Thursdays a year. Well, now they're Amazon, so. Even worse. I don't know. I like it. I have Prime. It works for me. Shout out Joe Burrow, who's got a calf injury. And one of the person I was thinking of here that's like, anyways, we'll get to it. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers might have a miraculous recovery. Because it leaves Aaron Rodgers to, when he tears his Achilles to have some innovative tryout surgery that actually works. Good job for Aaron Rodgers that that did work. But good Lord, it was scary. I mean, if you're, when you're 40, why not take a chance? Right. Might as well. I'm only tired in a year. Let me just try surgery. I might kill me. Good. I don't think I'm going to kill him. You know. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going with Pittsburgh in this game, by the way. So. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a bad pick. Maybe so. We'll see. I got another perfect score this week, too. Ravens 27-24. There you go. All right. That'll do it for us here. Hope you enjoy this. Enjoy your Monday. We'll be back with you guys on Wednesday. Until then, visit MikeAndAaronDrive.com for all the shop sponsors, socials, and YouTube. For Michael Crivellas, I'm Aaron Crouch saying gamble responsibly. Enjoy your work week. And, of course, as always, drive safe. See you again.